Hey guys, welcome to the Wifey Vibe podcast, formerly the She's the Owner podcast. We believe that bringing back the wifey energy is key to helping women all over the world step back into a place that celebrates women in all our glory. It's about showing you that you can still make money, still be your own person, but that ultimately leaning into the feminine will result in less burnout and more bliss. The focus here is to show you that the feminine energy or the wifey vibe is nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, it feels pretty awesome. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the Wifey Vibe Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Wifey Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran. Um, Welcome back. If you are coming back, welcome if you are listening for the first time. So I'm... uh, As some of you know, if you followed the previous podcast before, you know that this is a bit of a different take. Uh, Sorry, had a piece of uh, blackberry in my tooth. Um, This is a bit of a different take on what I have done in the past. So still talking about masculine and feminine energy, but at a much, much deeper level. And uh, hopefully you're getting something out of this. And today I wanted to chat about just the story that we have about men about men, frankly. And I want to talk about this because I've, you know, obviously I've spoken with a lot of women in the past and women who have been in the masculine, who are in the masculine, who don't even realize what the masculine energy is. And this topic of the man keeps coming up for me where, where I'm hearing this message that we're somehow blaming the dudes for all of the shit that's gone wrong in the last bunch of, um, decades. And for sure, there's accountability that needs to be had in terms of uh, like, you know, how the guys are performing and how they're protecting or lack of protection and all of those things. Like there's no question that there's learning for both sides of the coin. But really what I want to address is this sort of almost disdain for the guys, like as if they, so here's, here's what I would kind of, I'm going to sort of set it up for you. A lot of times what I hear is like, well, yeah, but I can't be in the feminine because he's he's acting like a feminine woman and or, or feminine energy rather. And he's acting not masculine and he's doing all this. And there's a lot. And I'm listen, I'm guilty of it. I did it constantly. I did it to Ken. I've done it in general all the time. And so what I want, like, why? First of all, why is that? Why are we always blaming the guys for how things are? Um. And again, I'm not saying that there's no accountability required here. Absolutely there is, but there needs to be accountability for both. And oftentimes what I hear from women is like if a guy cheats or a guy is a workaholic or he is a gamer and he spends all his time away from you, the the default is to say, oh, he's an asshole or he did this wrong or something to do with it's his fault and he fucked up and it's nothing to do with me. And in certain cases, sure. You've got your lot of men who are, you know, got a lot of unhealed trauma acting away. I'm not saying that there isn't, but what about the guys who like, if you think about it, I know what I'm like when I'm hyper masculine. I know that I am a lot. I know that my energy is a lot. And so if I come at a guy acting like a dick and there, of course, is my Scotty. What do you need? 
if I'm coming at a man and I'm acting very masculine energy, what exactly do I expect over time? Maybe not in the first round, but over time, what do I actually expect from him in terms of how he's going to respond? And this is like kind of the basics where I want you to hear this and go, holy, that could actually be what's happening around me. And that's my experience right now. But like, let's say you're with somebody I'm just going to shut my door here. Let's say you're with someone and you come at him very masculine energy eventually. And let's say you get married and let's say you've never heard of any of this work. And this is my own experience. I didn't know the work. Ken didn't know the work. So we got married and, and we had, we had polarity, but I think more than, po we didn't actually have polarity. I'm going to rephrase that. We had chemistry. Sorry. We had chemistry. We did not have polarity in the beginning and, or the polarity was switched. Maybe that's a bit of a better way to describe it because I was for sure in my masculine. I was a single mom. I had a job at a car at an apartment. He was like this like hot guy that came from Ontario that, uh, you know, I was just enamored by. He didn't have much by the way of, he didn't have financial freedom. He didn't, not that I had freedom, but I mean, I had a job. Um, he wasn't able to provide for me or himself frankly. And so I was only too happy to take that on because that was my experience was to take care of everybody. So over time, you know, let's say he tried to be masculine. Let's say I completely kiboshed it. I stepped all over it for a long, long time. And then my response was, well, he's not like, once I started to learn this work, my response was, well, he's not stepping up. I'm just going to pick up the dog one sec. All right. You can see this if you're watching this on YouTube. This is Scott Bernard, pain in my neck. So, you know, over time, the the emasculation of Ken became a real thing. And, and so that's what happened. And eventually, what did I say? Well, he's not stepping up and it's his fault and he's a bad guy and he's a this and he's a that. And I really was taking no responsibility for my own behavior, my own lack of feminine energy. So in that moment, yeah, it, and I, listen, if you, if you are my friend and you are listening to this, you know how much I complained about it for years, Ken's not taking charge. And well, why was now I'm not saying again, like Ken had absolute responsibility in all of this as well. However, he didn't know what he didn't know. I did but he didn't. So how is a guy to step up and take back control of the leadership role? Because that's what the masculine is. That's what we want. That's where we find safety is when someone else is leading. So if that gives you sort of like a ill feeling, that's because you're in the masculine, like straight up. So if I'm saying this person take the leadership role, but I'm like this hard ass uh, boss babe, there's no chance. There's no chance that he can take the leadership role because I'm cock blocking it. And so then the story becomes, see, he's not doing it. See, see, see. And then all of a sudden you make yourself right, because really that's all we want to do is make ourselves right. And so when I hear these stories of, of women who are like, they think that they're in their feminine, but the, first of all, you can hear it, right? Like right now I'm in my masculine. You can hear it. It's a different tone. I'm authoritative. I'm confident. I'm saying all the things that I've studied and I know to be true because I'm in my masculine and it's sounding that way. Right. And so there's nothing wrong with toggling back and forth. That's the whole beauty of being a human. But when you think about 
these women who are like, oh, I've, you know, I'm in my feminine and whatever. And then they go home and they bust their husband's balls. That's not feminine energy. That's just, you think you're doing things that make you seem feminine and energetically seem feminine, but you're really not. And so why might that be? Well, fear, number one, is the biggest thing. Oh my gosh, this dog for a little dog, he's quite heavy. Um, but fear, right? You're fearful. And that was me. And although Ken and I do not share a, a romantic relationship and we're, we're whatever it is we are in this moment, I'm still practicing my feminine energy around him and he's still practicing his masculine energy around me. And we had a conversation the other day that I thought was really cool. And we just said like, the reason that now I'm able to connect with my feminine and he's able to connect with his masculine frame has nothing to do with the other person. Because when I moved back in, we didn't move back in together. I moved in and I was in a room of his in his house. Like we shared the house. So all the times before that, what I would have said is I had an agenda. I had an agenda to be quote unquote feminine energy. So I could force him into his masculine and then everything was going to work out and we were going to have this beautiful relationship. Well, obviously, you know how that story ended. It's not the case. So what's different now is I, when I do my visualization and I do my journaling and I do my anything that's related to personal development, I am accessing that part of myself in spite of what's going to happen. It has nothing to do with Ken. It has nothing to do with anybody. It simply has to do with me. Now I have created and, and manifested a situation where I feel safe and I feel calm. And so I'm able to play around in this energy like never before, but it still has nothing to do. I'm not, there's no agenda anymore. And I'm no longer blaming him or anybody for how it turned out or how it didn't turn out. And I think that's, and so same for him, he's accessing this masculinity in him that has nothing to do with me, nothing to do with an outcome. There's no agenda. Like if I, because, and the, and the thing that's so crazy about it to me is that before when we were in a relationship and we were like a, you know, typical married couple, I would be pushing for him to get into this role, leadership role, and he would do it for a time, but he hated it because I was asking for it and I was pushing him. I was being the ball breaker. And I was the one who was like, dude, you better do this or else. There was always an or else. And now because neither one of us has an agenda, he's free to come to it on his own. And he has, and it's a fucking beautiful thing to witness a man come into his masculine frame without, without anything just on his own. And so even as his friend, I'm just, I tell him all the time, like how proud I am of him and how beautiful it is and how cool it is that, you know, after 24 years of knowing each other, I get to witness this version of him emerge. But ladies, what I want you to really think about is like, how often are you putting and placing the blame and pointing the finger across the table when it's not, he's not cheat. Now cheating is a, you know, one of those things, um, that it's uncomfortable to talk about because no one wants to take responsibility for it. And I'm not condoning cheating. I'm not saying, yeah, go for it. It's a good thing. I'm saying, I understand why a lot of times it happens for both. Right. So if you're a woman and you're married to this masculine or sorry, this feminine energy dude, and you feel like you're making all the decisions and you have to make all the money and you have to choose all the things all the time. And there's no leadership. And this like super duper alpha guy comes along somehow when you meet him, and he makes you feel safe enough to go into your feminine. I get it. I get why you would stray for sure. Same for a man, right? He's with this 
you know, bitch really. Right. She's because we are, we're bitches when we're like this, because we're not, we're not in alignment with what feels good in our core. And what feels good in our core is not hustling and not working your ass off until you want to die. Like none of that is true to a female energy's core. And so when, when we, when he's sitting there across the table from a woman, hi Scotty, who is like this ball breaker, bitch, boss, babe, whatever you want to call her. And she's just belittling him and emasculating him. And I mean, I saw an older couple in the store yesterday and this woman probably in her seven, late seventies talking to her husband, like he was a fucking child. And it was clear as day, like no polarity guaranteed. He was like a little kid and she was like his mommy. It was awful, awful for them. And probably they're so used to it. They don't even recognize it. But you imagine sitting, being the man, trying to feel your frame and be this oak tree I always talk about. And you've got this woman who's just kicking you in the fucking dick all the time, right? Like, what are you going to eventually do? You're eventually going to look for escapes and that that's okay you're gonna look for an escape whether it's work whether it's um like sorry my phone's just about to go off here um whether it's uh another woman whether it's games right how many guys in their 30s and 40s are like gamers and just sit there and play games or they're looking at porn or they're looking at whatever like at the end of the day they're, they're sure there are guys who just cheat because of their, their own trauma that they haven't handled. But a lot of times a man who gets married and who has children isn't looking to go have affairs. They get to this point where they're like, dude, I cannot. And I'm saying dude on purpose. That's what they're saying to their wife. And they don't know how to express it. They don't know how to say like, darling, honey, you've completely cut my nutsack off and I don't know how to handle it. Like they're, they're not equipped to manage that. So I just want you to like look around and think, hmm, is there some way that I am like, is there what responsibility do I have in this exchange of of energy with this person? Is it all their fault? Is there something that I could have done? Is there some way that I can soften? And as we carry on throughout this year of podcasting, I'm going to talk about ways to soften when you don't like through visualization and through meditation, like those are some very powerful tools. And if you utilize them, you can start to really connect with the feminine divine and watch whether you're single or married, watch what happens to the men around you, even your guy friends, like men, ladies, I need you to hear this. Men just want to provide. It gives them purpose to take care of and not in the nurturing way that we do, but to provide safety, finances, emotional stability. They want to do that. And we make it very, very difficult. So I would love for you, I invite you to just look around and think, how is there a way that I, that I need to shift that has nothing to do with him? So whether or not like no agenda, really at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to say is no agenda. How can you connect more deeply with your feminine energy until next time, my friends, I'll see you then. Bye.